live from the VanastaHomesales.com studios, welcome to Theology on Tap, where along with Father Jason Adams, we discuss topics that matter to you in your Catholic faith. We had a little blazer theme song when we're yeah. going in there the blazing brigade blazing brigade well as you notice look at us we're not back in our same studio everybody this week we are joining you live from st john's parish center <laughs> because it is the opening week and opening night of newman center wednesday night meals exactly yummy yep <laughs> <laughs> well welcome everyone and as we get every week started uh we're gonna go to father jason for our opening prayer all right let us pray father son holy spirit amen good and gracious god we're thankful for each day we have to know love and serve you in a special way we ask your holy spirit to be with us here today and especially this evening lord as we talk on the topic of campus ministry we ask that you continue to keep everybody safe that returns back to school or participates virtually Lord, help us to all make smart decisions. Continue to help us grow into the saints you are calling us to be. We pray for those who are in the path of the hurricane. And we also, Lord, just ask that you just bless our first-line defenders, our educators, and all that we do before your glory and good as we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Wow. Well, Father Jason, we are. like we said everybody else, welcome to Titletown Theology, where we're bringing people to Christ one victory at a time. We got a great, great evening set up for us uh some meeting our newman center folks and we're going to talk a little bit about campus ministry itself and the importance of campus ministry i'm excited to talk today amen ben all right so we will talk about first uh well first off we want to thank our patreon sponsors that are out there and tell you quick how to join patreon.com you can find the link on our facebook page go there and support the show everything you see and brought to you by the show is done through patreon support and we appreciate every ounce of effort you guys put into the show and we love bringing you guys this show each and every wednesday exactly some of that money's gone to help us go mobile to be yeah. on location right now yeah, excited this is our first week and we're looking forward to uh more weeks going live and going into future places where we can have a crowd and have a discussion it's gonna be awesome amen ben yeah so uh first thing we're gonna do is talk about some historical purposes of, of the newman center uh you and i and we'll we'll discuss this later on you and i have a great history when it comes to newman center and its effect and it and a uh, benefit in our lives oh exactly for a while i had to realize too wait a minute Newman Center. We used to Seinfeld fans. I mean, like, uh, I expect Catholics to have a student center, but what was a Newman Center? Now I come to learn, wait a minute, uh, a Newman Center is a Catholic student center. Exactly, exactly. So um, it, it came about, and it's crazy, when you, when you Google uh, Newman Centers and you Google St. John Newman, uh, there's actually two, but they spell their names di- two no, differently. Yeah, there's yes. a different one, yes. Uh, and uh, importantly, both are actually involved in, in, in Catholic education as well. So, But this one's based off of John Henry, St. John Henry Newman. All right? He was a saint, priest, and cardinal in the 1800s living in Britain. Um, very aspiring, uh, inspiring person. He was known for his writings and his work in academia. Uh, and I think that's an important key for why we call them Newman Centers is because we see them where? On college campuses. Uh, so uh, Newman was also a big leader in, in a group of Anglican people uh, that were on the Oxford campus that came over to Catholicism. He was kind of the leader of that group that brought over a large group of people to the Catholic Church, and that's kind of what became the Catholic center group of people on Oxford's campus. Okay. 
Yeah, I'm bringing you some historical information there. We're back in school. That's the thing, too. Like, you know, when people go to higher education, you know, we, Catholics, we faith and reason go together. And we mm-hmm. want uh, people to be able to own their faith, to be able to learn more of the fruits from their confirmation. And sometimes when you go to a university, you said, too, about, you know, they're not always going to be Catholic and present different things you're unaware of. So it's good to gather like-minded people in intellectual discourse and to nourish in their spiritual faith to be able to dialogue with the world and with their subject matter uh, and said things. Exactly. And that's where you will find Newman Centers on over 2,000 campuses across the United States. But the main focus is on those secular campuses, those public universities where you see a lot of ministry um, pushed forward on creating a a home for Catholic students uh, and also a place where Catholic academia and Catholic discussion occurs for the benefit of the Catholic students and spreading the Catholic faith. Amen to that, and how blessed we are that our diocese has a number. So. Oh, yeah, and they do a great job. Uh, I, as far as I'm aware of, all the major schools that are in our diocese um, are, have Newman Centers and very good Newman Centers. I, I'm friends with several of the people that have gone through and are still part of uh, the Georgia Southern Newman Center. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was on what used to be Armstrong Atlantic State Campus, they had a small Catholic group, um, and, and I I'm pretty sure there's other other universities within our diocese. I think we do have Catholic uh, student centers that are involved there. Sure. How many would you say are, are across the U.S.? Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we have yeah. over 2,000 2, Newman, centers, Newman centers. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the big things is uh, it's a, a website called Newman Connection that is out there that you can actually find if you're a parent, a grandparent, or even if you're a student listening to this show, you can find out what college and where – those Newman centers are located within uh, campuses. Very important. And, yeah, very many major campuses. Um, a couple other some things. So the historical purposes of where Newman centers came from. Well, we named they started naming them U.S. in the U.S. after um, St. John Henry Newman. Um, they were founded again. We talked about Catholic community student facilities, and they they vary from size to size. Our, ours here at VSU, it's perfect for VSU size. Right, fits perfectly here. But you also have the United States' largest Newman Center uh, on the University of Illinois Chicago's campus, that has basically its own functioning parish wow. as part of its. And they have a whole a whole system uh, within their Newman Center that dorms. I'm reading about it. Dorms. They have a a, a chapel and uh, uh, their own parish center that has a gym in it. So, I mean, you're looking at the, the differences in different sizes. I've been down to uh, University of Florida system, and, and they have a very beautiful Newman Center and a very well set up and, and, and built facilities. All right, well, I'm, I'm getting, I want to talk about ours pretty soon. So do yeah. you have any, any special thing we have to set up before we go there? Well, what's that thing we always get to, Rob, uh, right yeah, before we get to the yeah. interesting part? Da-da-da, trivia. Yeah, trivia. Well, trivia. So, well, since we have a live crowd here of Newman Center folks, and... They, they look like a smart crowd. Yeah, they, they look like a smart <laughs> crowd. We even have Google ready to go over here. Right? Uh, so we have a prize ready to go for somebody here, and we know you guys at home love to get that show swag um, from us. So we have swag ready to go to be sent home to you guys. So our trivia tonight says, on what campus was the first American Newman Center? What campus was the first American Newman Center? Let's see what Go ahead, start Googling. Mm. Wikipedia is a very important thing. Let, let me think about this. 
It's going to have to be an old school. Why? Because it's going to be, you know, it's going to be an original. So So we think in old school, we're 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 thinking public education, right? Uh, public a, a pu- potentially. It, it couldn't be something simple. It wouldn't be a a necessarily Catholic school. Oh, no, not But that. I bet it's a place we heard people were from tonight in our guest introductions from the Newman Center. Now you're giving it away. People at home don't get this one. I don't know. It's maybe. an Ivy League school. Harvard? Nope. <laughs> By the way... Alan um, out there looking for correct answers. He's some For some reason, YouTube... YouTube nope. is, is not working. It says not, not according to my research today. We're not we're not working on YouTube, so if you usually oh. looking on YouTube, my grandma ahead, is so disappointed in you. Go over to Facebook. It's not me; it's YouTube. Oh. Uh, because we are casting the new to YouTube. It says we're connected, but there is nothing showing up. There we go. Correct oh, answer. We right. have a correct answer from the crowd here. Uh, they're going to get their uh, swag, and we'll announce them. Uh, do we have a... H- Hannah Everett was pretty close. She's getting close? Because uh, she said University of Pennsylvania, 1893. Okay. So so we have a correct answer at home, and we have a correct answer uh, here in the crowd. So we, we have a prize for both, Rob. Okay. Or are you busy uh, playing with the YouTube over there while we were talking about that? Well, I was, I was trying to... Uh, Guys, Rob's real tired today. He uh, skipped out on the run this morning uh, with, with the the Titletown crew, and then he uh, cooked all day long. So uh, he's real real tired. But, but, uh, but let's, let's talk Blazer stuff. Let's talk Blazer. Oh, by the way, I'm saying this more than Father Jason is today. We we were talking pre-show. He was so go Blazers last week. But uh, go Blazers. Let's talk VSU Newman Center. Father, uh, you want to start this for us? Sure. As you know, Ben, we're now on location here because tonight was our um, again our annual faculty student uh, dinner. And so many of you already know that I am the chaplain of the Catholic Student Newman Center. But uh, before we talk more about that, we actually are joined with a special guest. We have our very own campus minister uh, that began this January. So I like to turn over and let's have our special guest talk about about herself. We can talk about campus ministry when we have Miss Allie. Yay. Hi. Hey. <laughs> Welcome, Allie, to the show. Good to be here. Good to be here. All right. So uh, what kind of great things do we have going on at the Newman Center this year? Yeah. So for this semester, um, last semester we started adding in, you know, holy hours weekly. We started doing small groups and Bible studies. And this year we're hoping to continue that. Um, Our semester last semester was cut very short by COVID. So uh, we're really excited to start back up and start strong. Uh, We are... You know, we have, we're going to be having some Bible studies and, you know, we have our Sunday night mass and dinner and then we have our Wednesday nights, please nights. So, um, and those can vary. Some of them are, you know, very like social get together. We'll have like a luau night. Um, And tonight, like we have our welcome back, you know, for students and staff and faculty. Um, And then other nights we have sessions that are focused on this semester, like relationship with Jesus and prayer and um, developing those things in your life. So uh, really helping to um, form the students in those areas and really building a foundation and building off of that. So, yeah. 
Well, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, you mentioned Luau Night. I'm glad that has carried on the tradition. <laughs> yes. I, I, I can't tell you. That's probably been since the existence of the Newman Center, the Luau Night. In fact, I think every once in a while it gets a reminder on my Facebook of the Luau picture that was posted about 12, <laughs> 13 years ago of, of, of a group of Newman Center people standing outside the front door uh, waving at cars, driving by, yeah. prepping for yeah. Luau Night. So, Got to keep the tradition alive. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> well, we, we skipped this. You introduced a little bit about what's going on at the Newman Center. Can you introduce yourself? To, to the crowd at home. I know you've had a chance to, uh, yeah. um, at church, Mass, tell us a little bit about, but it's been a while. Mm-hmm. Let us know where you're from, how you got here to Valdosta State. Yeah, it's been a journey. So I graduated with my bachelor's degree in speech therapy from Armstrong State University in Savannah, which is where I'm from. Um, and then I actually came to Valdosta State University and I did a semester of grad school. I got into my number one program that I wanted to get into and I loved it when I was there and um, and so but I decided to take a break um, so I took a break um, kind of I applied for an internship at the Theology of the Body Institute so um, I got accepted for that I did that for three months and then that led into a year of me doing um, mission work with Net Ministries um, so shout out to Net Ministries um, I did that in Australia actually um, just because the timing worked out for me. Um, and so I went over there to Australia for a year and um, just served uh, at the University of Queensland in Brisbane. So that's when I started doing campus ministry. And uh, it was funny because I went over there and I did net because I really wanted to do youth ministry and I was really set on doing that. And um, about like the third week into training, um, you know, they had brought to me like, hey, you know, we're really feeling like the Lord might be calling you to, you know, join a campus ministry team. And I didn't expect it, but as soon as it was brought to me, I just, it felt right and it felt good. And so, um, so I told them, I was like, yeah, I, I actually agree. Like, I, I would love that. Um, and so we got placed in our teams and I did campus ministry over there for a year. And then, um, and then after that, I started you know, I started looking for jobs. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to ideally stay in campus ministry, but started looking at other things as well. And I just, the Lord really led me back to Valdosta. And um, yeah, it was kind of very providential the way that, you know, I started here. I did my semester of grad school and, you know, in that semester of grad school was really when I felt the Lord calling me to do ministry. And so it's just, it's cool that he led me back here. So... Very nice. Very nice. It, it, it's funny how Vodasta State just brings people back, right, Father? <laughs> Father Jason understands that exact same calling. Sometimes he's got a hand of others involved, but yes, he understands yes, that calling. Yes, yes, very much so. That's true. All of us up here, everybody that's around the show has this connection with Vodasta State. Yeah, go Blazers. Go Blazers. So, so, so what is going on this semester because we're still dealing with COVID but students are back in session so what kind of programs are we going to get are we going to get you know, we're still going to be meeting on Wednesdays and doing that kind of thing. Yep, still continuing um, everything that you know has happened in the past. Still continuing, you know, for years we've had, um, you know, they've had mass and dinners on Sunday, and Wednesday nights have been blaze nights. So still keeping that tradition alive, um, and just adding things in, adding Bible studies, small groups, um, adding in holy hours and time for prayer. Um, coming up, our next big thing is September fifth. We're going to have our retreat. 
um, and that is centered, the theme is going to be on the Holy Spirit, it's centered on the Holy Spirit, um, and so that's, that's the most exciting thing coming up, the most recent thing coming up. Um, so we'll be having that retreat. It's going to be a day retreat. Typically in the fall, in the past, they've had um, a weekend retreat where they've, you know, gone somewhere and either found a retreat site or, you know, rented an Airbnb. Um, and so this year, you know, because of COVID, we're still keeping that tradition alive of having a retreat, but just accommodating for um, for COVID requirements and things like that. So, um, so I'm really excited about that. It's going to be really good. And then, you know, the next event we have after that, we're going to have our luau night. Um, and then we're going to have a little Halloween party at uh, one of the parishioners house. Um, you know, we're going to be having that going on and, um, yeah, just keeping all the traditions alive and just, um, adding things in there as we continue on through the semester. So it'll be good. It'll be good. When the Title Town crew comes up and shows up at the Halloween wearing AFCOs and shirts, will will we win the costume contest? <laughs> I still remember Halloween. I think it was you and Emily were the Black Eyed Peas. Nope. That wasn't. <laughs> that, that was, was y'all. That was Chris and Mallory Rookie, and I know that Chris was, is okay. a lot. Chris and Mallory <laughs> yeah. Rookie. We were. I wow. think at one point I was. I know I was a referee, and I think Emily was. Uh, um, like a soccer player or something like that. I remember that. Okay. I, I remember those Halloween pumpkin contests. We used to car- we had a pumpkin carving contest. Yes, we we tried to carve our own faces like Picasso style on pumpkins. So maybe <laughs> we can inspire that event. But yeah, we tried to Picasso. It was not. I'm, I'm not a very good carver in the first place or an artist. So uh, I think I made a stick figure. Well, back at uh, my time, because uh, my time in the Newman Center was back, uh, it was, I would say as it was first kind of getting started during my time, uh, you know, Doug Farwell, Dr. Doug, Dean Doug Farwell at the time with music was uh, was uh, running the program. And I remember our initial nights, uh, we had hurricane parties. We always had different storms. So I remember those are some of our early uh, memories. And also, uh, I just remember a lot with intramural sports also. Yeah, the know. CSC Saints. Yeah, so we've gone through many incarnations of teams with that carrying the logo of being uh, the Saints. You talked about hurricane parties. My first game, home game, as a blazer. It was a tropical storm rolling through town. And, again, we're showing up as the Newman Center to the game. Brand new red shirt Mm -hmm. purchased at the bookstore that that day going to the game. Yeah, it bled all everywhere. uh, And you had a redneck. It did, yeah. No, but even then, I think we tried to do too. But I remember during our times also, you know, we would gather as a group also to go to our Blazer football games mm-hmm. and to uh, pep rallies, uh, et cetera. I, I must say, um, you know, like during our time, I don't know how much recognition we got, you know, our Catholics, Christians, or how we, we did our thing. You know, we were located on Bay Tree, our first location. We were a little bit further away than at the current position, but I think the current house is, a, is an excellent location right there across the street. No, no exactly. We're right next, right behind Palms Dining. Uh, excellent parking for our students that are Catholic, you know, and uh, are, are that, uh, let's say, trans- that need to have transportation, that need to go to school, they can work with uh, with uh, the Catholic Newman Center, get a parking pass. Yeah. But I remember back in our day, too, um, I don't remember how much of our faculty or 
what our student population, how much over Catholic, but we have our different gatherings and different socials. Is now now being back on campus as chaplain and now having a Catholic uh, campus minister in Alley is just amazing. As we saw tonight too, how many faculty share our faith? Yes, and just how much closer we are now. We're ne- we used to be on Fraternity Row. Now we're next door to the Baptist Student Union. So how many more opportunities do we have for evangelization just amongst uh, our own faculty being Catholic strong? And you talked about evangelization this. today was uh, a big event that always happens on VSU's campus. The happening. Uh, Allie, how did things go on Happening today? They went really good. Yeah, the Happening and just any kind of organizational fair like that is honestly one of my favorite things to do. I love talking to students, and it's just really awesome, you know, to see the openness of students who aren't even Catholic, who come by and who are interested in the faith and, you know, learning more. And so it's really good. Uh, We spoke to 70-plus people today, somewhere between 70 and 80 people, so... Um, so it was really good. Uh, we have, you know, some students that come by that are Catholic or either grew up Catholic and then, you know, a lot of other people who maybe are Baptist or, you know, who don't really practice a particular faith who come by and, you know, they want to know more. They want to learn. And it's just, it's really awesome to see their openness to it. Um, and so it's really good to, I think, for us to like have that presence on campus and, um, you know, just be able to share a little bit about what we're doing and, you know, why we're here and what we believe. So it's really, it's really awesome. Um, and speaking of evangelization, um, one really awesome partnership we have is with Evangelical Catholic. Um, and so what we're hoping to do with that is just to continue to form disciples and then to form them to be disciple makers. So to reach out to those students who are on campus. So, you know, right now I'm leading Bible studies in small groups, but our hope Um, you know, into this semester and into the future is to form students to lead their own small groups and go out on campus and reach some of those same students that we met today at the happening. So um, that's our hope. And that's kind of our, you know, dreams for like the future um, in the semester and, and on. So. That's great. I think uh, establishing a uh, establishing a base and establishing mm-hmm. a support system there, where you can create the group that you have into yeah. to building a new and larger group. It's a, a wonderful thing and a wonderful activity that yeah. we in our faith have a, a ton of access to do those kinds of things. Yeah. It's like branching out, you know, and and you know having these little branches of you know very similar to the concept of you know focus when missionaries go out on campus and then you know they form you know other disciples and then they go out and then they go out and it's just like these branches onto campus is just you know it helps form the ministry to be what it is so of course so you said you were with debt ministries also mm-hmm. yeah I was. so where did you travel from what was your area because they give like designated like little areas of the country where were you at yeah i was in brisbane brisbane australia um and yeah typically like in the u.s a lot of the teams are travel teams but i was actually stationed in brisbane for the year oh how was that it was really good um i think one of my favorite parts about being in a particular local area was just we got to um, you know form relationships with the students on campus and we weren't you know continuing on and going to other universities but we stayed at that university and so it was really good because we got to you know continue on in those relationships uh, with the students throughout the year um, and we got to build on that and so it, that was one of the biggest blessings I think with being on a local team so yeah did you see any kangaroos 
I did. I did. I love kangaroos it's all too. The hard hitting questions. <laughs> I did. Yeah. You did. Yeah. We had um, our training was in this really like in the middle of like the the woods of Australia. They would. Um, there's another name for it. I can't remember it right now, but, um, but yeah. And so every evening we would have like kangaroos, you know, like in their little packs around the camp. And, um, so it was really, it was awesome. <laughs> it was so good. All right, so Ali, getting back to our Valdosta state Newman center, go blazers. We know that a lot of success has gone through, uh, being tramped the different, I want to give a shout out to the advisors that we've had that have carried this program to where we are today. Again, a shout out to Dr. Doug Farwell, uh, Joe Mattachoni and Bethany Bass. Uh, you heard today, that we're still going at it. We have a new location, um, and we now have a full-time campus minister. One of your own alum is now the chaplain, and your people put on this podcast all have connections to Valdosta State. So a question I have right now, uh, viewers at home might have about us uniquely as the title town, uh, Valdosta State Newman Center, about how many students are active right now, and what can viewers do at home to help these students or help said program for us here mm, yeah, yeah, yeah so you know based on our assessments from um, this past year we do assessments every year um, and so based on um, those assessments and looking at the statistics and the numbers um, there were about 30 students who came to events um, last year at least you know at least three events a semester um, and so you know each event you know sometimes has different students because of schedules and things like that um, and I would say consistently at every event um, there's at least 10 students there so yeah yeah and then yeah as far as you know helping the Newman Center I mean this parish has done so much and is such a huge help all of the parishioners uh, whether it's cooking Sunday meals or you know making a donation or things like that but um but yeah as a ministry grows you know every ministry you know as it grows needs more funding and so um, so that's you know donations and things like that are always appreciated just to help further the ministry and its growth so yeah. That's awesome. Um, like you, jeez, oh, I just lost my train of thought. I was sitting there thinking about it. Um, well, when it comes to that, um, like you said, meals and, and things like that, are, are there any things that, like, support systems or anything that, that the college students may need, or, or how can parishioners help you out in that aspect? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a big thing is, you know, we have our intercollegiate retreat um, every spring. And so, you know, for a lot of students, um, they might struggle financially to be able to, um, you know, pay to go to the retreat. Um, the retreat typically, you know, costs about $60. It's an intercollegiate retreat with all of the other um, colleges in Georgia joining in on that as well. Um, so, you know, I think a cool thing is to, you know, be able to support students in that and help them financially. Um, to be able to go to retreats like that and to be able to have that experience um, as well you know we're raising funding just to keep going with um, a group called evangelical catholic which i mentioned before um, and they're just really helping us to form disciples and form disciple makers on campus to reach out branch out more um, and so you know, those are the two things that really come to my mind as far as, you know, supporting us to support the students and then also, you know, supporting the students and sponsoring the students to, you know, go to different um, retreats and things like that. So, yeah. 
That's a lot of great content. That's a lot of great stuff. Um, I know uh, we as parishioners, we, we've been introduced to you, and Father Jason's told uh, a ton of great things about you, and we're excited to see, as Blazer alum uh, in, in this group and active uh, VSU members, we're very excited to see the direction that the uh, Newman Center's going uh, and, and what we're going for, towards. Father mentioned uh, the fact that we have staff and and. and and faculty that show up to events. Yeah. Uh, in my time, we didn't have those kinds of things. I mean, it wasn't until I started coming uh, to St. John's and becoming a parishioner of St. John's that I realized, wow, we <laughs> do have a lot of faculty and staff that we go do. to St. John's. And I think it's awesome uh, that you guys over there at the Newman Center now are starting to involve the faculty and staff because that's very key in, in creating some great relationships uh, between students and even faculty members that may or may not, new faculty members that may not know that uh, they're uh, Catholic neighbors and stuff yeah it's awesome to have their support um and everything and um you know everyone has just been so generous you know parishioners and faculty and staff and so it's really good it's really good to come together and to you know i think it's good for the students to know that there are other faculty and staff and professors that you know are catholic that way you know if they need something they can reach out um so it's really it's really awesome to have that support on both sides of the parish and the university. So. Being in South Georgia, you know, we're the you know we know our face the majority, but we're the minority. But then to come to this campus, it's like hard to believe. You'd be pleasantly surprised at yeah yeah uh, there that many Catholics in that many roles, and I think that's uh, very humbling, but also good for our brothers and sisters that don't know a lot about the Catholic faith because it's a chance for a dialogue and discussion about who Catholics are and Catholics are Christians, mm -hmm. you know, et cetera. So. Oh, it does. At least a great, I can remember times where we, we did have people come and show up for, or for Wednesday blaze nights. Mm -hmm. And we had some very good discussions and talks because friends of friends would walk in the door and, and no matter what the subject was, there was always a discussion. And there, there's been nights where we sat at the Newman Center till 11, uh, 1130 discussing and having conversations. And it was like the guys that lived there at the time were like, hey, okay, we're ready to go to bed tonight. Uh, but uh, but people would be there and just having a discussion. And then there was also blaze nights where we were watching college football or <laughs> baseball games. Sure. Because as you saw, during our times, you know, with the Newman Centers, you know, you create a community within a community because yes. a lot of people are away from home or maybe they didn't think being Catholic was cool per se or some like their, their parents are making sure that they're at least doing something. For whatever reason is, you somehow find yourself in a Catholic Newman Center. But what keeps you active is the things you're surprised at the community of just having friends or being surprised that you know you stop taking your faith for granted now you realize there's others that are out there yeah. or somebody asks you a question you never thought of before something happens in suffering and evil and or a professor in anthropology challenges you with something and like you get back and we can discuss things together in a safe environment that you can go mm -hmm. back and, and and take that faith and deepen and go back into how to articulate something back to somebody else yeah you you build so. it that family aspect and you really do and i think that's a, a key component of this that the whole, this system in general here is that you build a very much family atmosphere you remember a couple months ago uh, when we had our conversation with emily post she talked about mm -hmm. the uh the great deal that they do at the newman center and, and such on university of georgia's campus mm -hmm. and and how she's found her group and she's found her her way through the connections that she's made recently in the years that she's at University of Georgia. So I, that, that faith building and that family building of sense of community, you can take out into the world when you go to other parishes. Exactly. And also, too, as you know, I was alluding to, when we had the intercollegiate retreats, a chance to be with other Catholic Newman centers throughout our diocese. Yeah. So just to see how strong it is elsewhere. Well, that's know, one of the, the greatest things is being a 
sometimes, like you mentioned, we're, we're a minority in the majority uh, here. But when we as Catholics get a chance to go out, um, when we've taken the high school youth group uh, on a mission trip and, and, and as college uh, at our college retreats, so many of us go and go, there's so many Catholics. All these people are just like me. This is so awesome. People don't stare at me for being Catholic. So they get that great chance and that great opportunity. It just, good. you're like, wow, this is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember, you know, when I was in college, um, you know, going to the seat conferences with Focus and just... 13,000 other college students and I, you're just surrounded by them and it's it's an amazing experience to you know be surrounded by that many other Catholics when you're in college and you know it's just a great reminder so yeah well father uh, you want to talk about some old times and a little bit of what we enjoyed about the Newman Center just some stories to let, to let folks that know hey not only does the, the crowd we have at night here out here tonight with us, but a, a little bit about of hey, this is our faith story and how the, the Newman Center meant important things to us. Oh, for sure. You know, um, so during my time, I eventually decided that I felt called that we were looking for new students to raise. So back in my time, you know, the Newman Center back in the old tenants. days. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah back in uh, 2004, 16. Wow. So, yeah, so um, back, yeah, I graduated in 2006. And from 2004 to 2006, I lived at the Catholic Student Newman Center. And I remember a highlight uh, during my time being involved in Newman Center was not only applying to live there, uh, but we had extraordinary ministers at the time that just were the Catholic Newman Center uh, of our numbers at the time. So I learned about uh, becoming an extraordinary minister. You know, the Eucharist was exciting. And two, um, we didn't have official assigned chaplains, you know, at Valdosta State, but uh, the resident priest that had his own wing was, you know, Father Marv Lafory, you know, you know, Father Marv. Father Marv. Yep, so he would celebrate Mass for us at least twice a month, but it was kind of fun. So my my roommate was Chris Rookie, but also uh, having Father Marv. So and we uh, some of this fun memories about uh, just you know. It, we would have we would do laundry. We had to take we had to have a laundry schedule. Father Marv had to do it on our side, but uh, when it came to Father Marv, he would eventually become my own uh, my own confessor. Uh, I got used to going to, but also you know we enjoy every now and then. Uh, Chris and I would either watch a Braves game, or also just hanging out in the Newman Center, uh, even watching a presidential debate and inviting uh, students over on his side. So we we took normal cultural things and we just had a setting at the Newman Center to have a lens together. So whether it was watching uh, different sporting events, I. I remember watching, gosh, the World Series, you know, at the Catholic Student Center uh, with us. So I just have some fun memories in that regard of a lot of things that this built community that were social. So, yes, we, we would come for the Wednesdays and Sundays to nourish our faith, but we sought to come to the Newman Center also for our, our other outlets, you know, for our friendships, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, one of those outlets is basically how I met Rob, right? Uh-oh. The, the, the intramural sports. Uh, the, this guy walked in. <laughs> Um, first day. First day, he busts up open uh, in uh, into a Wednesday night blaze night and goes, "Do we play flag football here?" And we're like, "Hey, uh, welcome. Hi, my name is Ben. Uh, hi, welcome to the meeting. Hey, guys, who's, I'm who's interested. In, who's in charge <laughs> here?" Yeah, he goes, "I want to. I want to play flag football. Well, we got a flag football team, so." Those events, I mean, recalling uh, nights where uh, we, we put ourselves on a volleyball team together, and I don't think any of us had ever played, really thought about playing volleyball, but they were great times in, in, in community. Uh, I remember getting together as friends, and, and we would get together, and we'd go to a Wednesday night blaze night, and then 
turn around and sit, like I mentioned, and, and watch a Braves game or, or just a baseball game that was on the television, or, or we'd sit around and, and have a conversations beyond I got, that night's I subject. I got a question for Father. So, When you were at the Newman Center, was that old trailblazer in the back... You remember the trailblazer that like, somebody had parked there like hundred years ago and left it? It, it probably no. it was it. I don't think it was during my time. I wonder if somebody that knew that he, Father Marv was Father Marv still. If Father Marv was still there. Father, and Marv, Father Marv, Marv claimed he the, knew nobody that owned it, but it sat there a good probably six years at least. Back, okay. <laughs> at he least. had vines growing over, over it. it. Yeah. yeah. It oh became, wow, no. As y'all know, I went off to go to seminary soon after I left Valdosta State University. Go Blazers. So um, no, so those were during my formation times where I had no. The no keys were in it. it. Yeah, there were keys in the. Yeah, it That's how the, you know you're at a good group of people if the keys are in the car and it just sits there for six years. <laughs> if you're and if you're thinking about sending your child to Valdosta State University, the fact that that car sat in there, it's a safe town, great town. Yeah. No, my funny story though, at least involving that back, was when uh, was it the KAs that moved next towards the Kappa Sig that moved next door to the the Newman Center. Yeah, I don't remember one of the, the two, one of those one of the one of the, it's a K something uh, that was beside us. But I just remember um, they always used our driveway and muddied it up. Yeah. Well, there's we, we had well, that's the thing. Them. Well, they, they they have a lot of socials. It's one of those where if you can't beat them, join them. Because I remember like knocking the door all the time, like hey, like I was supposed to, you know just seeing what they're doing. But my room was on the opposite side, so I slept fine. But sometimes I worry about Father Marv. So one time, I'm like Father Mar, so what did you do when the fraternity next door is making noise and all that? He goes, oh, I just see who the ladies are over there. Just wave, tell them hello. They give me a beer." This is joking. This is Father Mar. If he didn't really do those things, but you know, but he's had a, he had a very witty reply uh, to to everything. Um, of course, but yeah. And usually, if you went to confession with him, he made you take him out to lunch too. Great days. I love Father Marv. Yep. Father Marv baptized my, my oldest two kids. Oh. And then guess who baptized my youngest two kids? I know you know because you I were know. there. <laughs> yeah. I was there. Somebody knew Father Marv? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I said if I can't have Father Marv, his predecessor predecessor is, is you know, successor. His, his successor, successor. predecessor. Whatever. I'm not good at English. I didn't go to, you know, <laughs> seminary. <laughs> Please don't blame VSU. No. You we'll, know, we'll I blame the schools to, leading up to VSU, right? You know, well, that's what me and Ryan Hogan, he always talks about. You know, we say, you know, back and forth on Facebook, and then I'll make a grammar error, and he'll say, oh, you, you got that VSU education. Oh, <laughs> oh but we just to show you the well, well, let's just talk about community. Just to make, so you know that these two know each other. But I know Ben from scouting. But we mentioned Ryan Hogan. Ryan Hogan. Uh, she, he was uh, the student government the same time I was around. Uh, John Wright, uh, who was a worker there on the same time. And so there's definitely some uh, people that were, were all students yeah. together that are now working for. And definitely, uh, Allie, uh, if if you're looking ever for looking for help, I know it's been talked about in the alumni group of basically for the Newman Center. If you ever wanted to put on like a homecoming, uh, when when homecoming events occur and such, like a homecoming for VSU Newman Center and stuff, we we could definitely get a crowd because there are people that are around still in this state and, yes. and surrounding areas that would love to come back and see the great things that you're doing here. We I should would love do, to that. do that. I think that's a great. That's a great idea. idea. Let's maybe in the spring. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have a homecoming to, in the spring since we're gonna yeah. have. We'll have football in the spring. And do it. Do a Newman Center reunion homecoming. Everybody who's ever been a part of the Newman Center in Valdosta. Yeah. Yep. 
yeah. would love to get the word out and I, I know we could definitely between father jason yeah. and us yeah. connections with everybody we can know over sure. about a two decade reign so wow i'll invite ben and emily <laughs> ben and emily <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that sounds fun that's that a good idea so ben. fun yeah so um well, guys, uh, we've been rolling. But, Allie, if you ever need any help, <laughs> the, I mean, we got a bunch of people here. Yeah. Feel free to reach out or, you know, just you have, you have my number. Father Jason has my number. Everybody uh, has everybody's numbers. We're but, all interconnected. Yeah, yep. so just call <laughs> us because I, I enjoy helping out. There's two things I love. I love being Catholic, and I love those VSU Blazers. Mm. So that combined... Those are the only two things he loves. I love my wife. Okay. And my there we go. Right. Got to fit those ones in. Oh, well, that's great. And uh, so, Father, do we have any other announcements that we need to talk about before we wrap this thing up a little bit? One major thing would be we have a very special guest that we're supposed to have on phoning in uh, next week. I'm, I am pumped so about this. So everybody tell a friend, every, you know, everybody tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody because Bishop-elect, Stephen Parks, the next top dog. His first 15th. live, first live interview. Interview. We are excited that we get to be the the the, the show that gets to start it all for our diocese. Exactly. Uh, he's he's officially now. I believe I saw a post saying he's now officially moved to Savannah. Now he takes right. his installation in a couple of weeks. So we have a chance. To, who is he? We hear he likes campus ministry. How much does he like it? Where does he come from? Yeah. You know what? What is the vision he have? You know. So what has he heard about us? Super excited to have that next week. Yes. Anything Anything else? I know uh, one quick uh, announcement for, for this wise. Um, last week we mentioned That Man Is You program. We are putting that on. There will be an announcement in the bulletin, and, and crews, uh, the, the core crew is starting to get the word out about it. Um, September 11th, Friday, September 11th at 6.15 a.m. in the Maturi Room, we will be starting week one. If you are interested in this program, men of all ages, you don't have to even Catholic, not Catholic, married, uh, uh, single, widowed, whatever. We are looking to build men of this parish uh, through this program. That man is you and extremely excited about this program coming in this year, uh, September 11th, 6.15 in the morning. And we will also be hosting a an online small group as well. So we'll have both uh, options available in person, face-to-face, and an online small group as well. So, uh, Father, extremely, extremely excited about that and getting that information out. Yes, and now that I think about it, you, uh, your word prompted me to remember all also that don't we had that beginning September 11th but also this Sunday August is it 31st which which one we got whatever day this is coming up this Sunday is catechetical Sunday so if so Miss Susan Kramer needs to know because certain spaces will be limited depending on the grade if your child needs to participate in Sunday school or, or faith formation series there's a mandatory parent meeting this Sunday immediately following the 930 mass um also, it's just good to know that whether you want your child to be online or in class, please contact Miss Susan Kramer, um, our Director of Religious Education here at St. John's, via either through Facebook or contacting our office. Uh, spaces are limited, and we want to get your child uh, the Catholic 
education do they deserve so they can grow up to be future Blazers here. And also, that's right, go Blazers. And hey, and you heard too that some people aren't Catholic. You're not Catholic yet. Remember the right of Christian initiation for adults, RCIA. They have just started back. They're in the storming phase of coming together. So um, if you're interested in learning more about our church um, and potentially you're keeping it in the back pocket, you think you might join, you don't know, but you just want to learn more, hey, that doesn't hurt to be involved in our RCIA, the right of Christian initiation for adult classes. Deacon Paul Worth is heading that up. He does a great job at that, especially if you're if you're just thinking about and just you just want more information he does an excellent job on providing that that more information even if you're just listening yeah and they meet again at the 9 30 mass and that reminds me of another connection of newman center and to this parish um, when i was a student here uh, they needed some uh sponsors and there was a gentleman named uh, jc cunningham so it was a cunningham family i'm like okay i don't want to sponsor somebody and now He's down in Atlanta, and his parents are still here in Valdosta. So that's another connection I have being the Newman Center. I got to be a sponsor for somebody in RCA. So, um, but again, we just know that there's that going on also. And stay tuned. Father Brian's probably got some more fun things planned for you all at home uh, to stay active with our faith. But just know we have our ministry here at the Catholic Student Center. All right. Father, you want to wrap us up with a prayer? Hey. Oh, wait. wait, No. Rock, 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 rock. Let's pray for those people in the eye of the hurricane because yes. it's going to be coming tonight. Yes. I know um, Ben's got some family over there in Dude, Louisiana. Yep. So, and a lot of family, especially your sisters over there. Direct John's sisters over there. Direct eye area within within eye miles of where the direct eye is supposed and to go. That's supposed to be making landfall this evening, I believe. Sure. Yes. yes. Uh, we alluded that some in the opening prayer. We'll do that. Bring it home now too. Okay. So we're. All right, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Good and gracious God, we thank you for blessing the discussion we've had today, uh, especially uh, blessing uh, the prayers and fruits and hard work that went into everything, um, into this Catholic Student Center, and to get it to where it is, and to continue to get it to where we want it to go, to know you and love and serve you more, Lord. And Father, again, we just ask at this time that uh, some right now, in this time, if 2020 wasn't enough, Lord, there are two storms coming. Lord, how much do you think we can handle but we know that you give us the strength that we need, and, uh, and you put those in our lives. Uh, so help us in our faith right now. Help protect those people that are in the storm's way. Uh, may they could make some uh, good decisions uh, to, to hold their loved ones tied and to, um, and to seek uh, the appropriate places for, uh, for shelter. Uh, bless their friends. Bless their families. And, Lord, just, just keep them safe. You know, things can be replaced, but our, our health and our faith, we, just, we hold dear. So just bless those people. And Lord, and uh, bless those that go about so that all that we do, Lord, will always be for your glory and good until we meet in the kingdom of heaven as we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, everybody, thanks for watching for another great week on uh, Titletown Theology. And don't forget, we're bringing, vic- bringing people to Christ one victory at a time. Have a great week, everybody. And at this time, let us once again thank our Patreons, Alan Sanderson, Michelle Everett, Michael Johnson, Teresa Alonzo, Brittany Pelletieri, Ellen B. Dunleavy, Hannah Everett, Ada Davis, Kathleen Lloyd, and Larry Davis. We appreciate you very much, and y'all have a wonderful week.